Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with this phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break a rim, big power, hour Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound is episode 428. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker, and joining me as always, Big Underscore Bane. What's going on, man? Do not a whole lot. Busting out them shorts today, man. Getting yeah. that, that summer summer bod going. I, I don't know how the hell to dress right now. I'm in a hoodie and shorts. You, I, yeah, you you're really making it happen. I, I don't I don't I don't know what the hell to wear. So I actually almost came over here in my sweatpants, uh, but then I walked outside. I was like, nope, it's kind of warm. So I changed my pants, but then I was too lazy to put on a t-shirt. So I was like, I'm just, I'm going to wear a hoodie. So here I am. So here he is. Here I am in a hoodie and shorts because all, all his glory. I don't know what the hell I'm doing with my life. It's pretty, it, it's kind of that weird thing where like, it was kind of chilly this morning. I had frost on my windshield when I got up. Yeah. Yeah. And then got warmer. So that's, that's, that's spring. Spring is a bitch. It is a real bitch. It is a massive biatch. Hate it. Yeah, you're not a fan of the hot. You prefer the cold. No, no. By by August and mid September, I like now I get why Green Day made that song where he said, Wake me up when September ends. Cause he just falls asleep in April. He it's a, he hibernates. And and then he just wakes up. He says, Hey, wake me up when September ends, and then boom, October. It's just fall and winter for that guy. That's what I want to do. I want to hibernate. There's nothing stopping you from hibernating. Yeah, well, bills in electric are. <laughs> well, you know, I, I mean, mean you know, but you don't need electric if you're sleeping. But you, but you'll have a lot of back pay when you wake up. You know, I ain't as much as I want to be breaker. I'm not a grizzly bear. <laughs> I can't hibernate. Yeah, you could try. I, I mean, I, here's a put your mind to it. You know, you know. I mean, I just, I, I wish I could. I wish I could. <laughs> Dr. Old Bill Benis, he might know a little thing or two about hibernating. He disappears for periods of time. <laughs> he doesn't hibernate. He does lots of weird shit, man. Yeah. I, he, I still get texts from him in the offseason. He's, he's, he does lots of weird stuff. Well, uh, yeah. I Maybe mean, I'll share with people the updates he gives me. That'd be quite a TikTok trend, oh, I'm sure. God. Yeah. 
Uh, well, it's episode 428. As I said, we got some wrestling talk this week. Uh, we got some, we're going to dive into a little bit of toy talk. And, uh, and of course, uh, we're going to do some 90s telewar in our Nickelodeon tournament. I do, I do want to share one thing with you I didn't tell you yet. It's just because it's funny to me. So I was talking to some of the guys at work. Mm-hmm. None of them knew about Rocket Fizz. And so I was like, you guys need to try some of these sodas. Yeah. Like, what kind of sodas they have? I'm like, oh, they've got ranch dressing soda. Yeah. And they were like, that's disgusting. So they're going to try it? Yeah. So I went, anyway, I went today and I bought a couple of sodas. Not for us, because we're going to, I'm going to wait. Thank till, God. Yeah, wait till 90s Telewar's over. But I bought a ranch dressing soda and then I bought, what else did I buy? Pirate Piss, which is a classic. Yeah, but that one actually tastes good, though. It does, but it sounds gross. You got to you got to do like the the sweet corn. Yeah, you got to do the ranch. You got to do uh, the buffalo wing. Um, I, well, the reason I I'm bringing this up is I saw a new one that I hadn't seen before. Yeah, are you ready for this? This what could be the worst one ever. Yeah, black olive soda. Oh god, <laughs> does that sound horrible? That sounds terrible. Yeah, remember enchilada soda? Yeah. That was bad. I thought you were going to say something about like jalapeno. We had a jalapeno soda, didn't we? We had a green apple jalapeno. Green apple. Speaking of that, I found at Reese's, which is a local grocery store, um, jalapeno jelly. Have you ever seen jalapeno jelly? No, I've not. It's jelly, but it's just jalapeno flavored, and it's got real jalapenos cut in it. And it tastes amazing. Really? It's like, it's kind of sweet, kind of spicy. Okay. It is fantastic, and it made me it made me think like, and I'm sure this is not some like, you know, crazy invention that I just came up with. I'm sure people have done it, but like it made me think it would be really good on a burger. Oh, I'm sure it would like be a jalapeno jelly on like a bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, kind of spread in there almost. Yeah, and so I'm like thinking like I might not. That's the one good thing about the did warm you just weather. impulse buy this? I did because I saw it and I was like, the fuck like. I'm getting this, and oh, yeah. I mean, it was like, dude, it was like, I think five or six bucks for this like jar that was like, maybe like half the size of a normal thing of grape jelly. Yeah, but so it's not something I can get all the time. But oh man, it was good. I just I tried making it with a peanut peanut butter and jelly sandwich, like just replacing it with jalapeno jelly. I wouldn't recommend it. No, that that doesn't sound. It good. uh, it wasn't as bad as I expected it, but the actual jalapeno jelly. Well, itself, where do they get the sweetness from, though? I'm sure sugar. I mean, it's still jelly. You right. know what I mean. So I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's just the sugar in it um, mixed with the gelatin and then the jalapenos. Because I would. I would think in like throwing some in that and like like you said like a like a burger that would kind of be good. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm thinking I might grill this weekend. Put some uh, jalapeno jelly on some stuff. Make me a, make me a couple of cheeseburgers. Maybe even a double cheeseburger, and I might throw a little little bit of jalapeno jelly on there. I got to find out if my patties are still good, though. I've had them for about a year. It's a long time. <laughs> I hope they're frozen. They are. They're they. I I don't buy the fresh meat when it comes to patties because, like, they for some reason they always stick to my grill and it just becomes a pain in the ass. I get those frozen processed patties. Oh yeah, they taste amazing. Yeah, just season them up a little bit. Grilling with Bane. You learn something here. I got. Yeah, I'm all about the the cheap shit. You can get a package for about about thirty, for like ten bucks. <laughs> Smart, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> uh, well, we got some wrestling talk. So why do you say we dive into it here? Well, let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Well, Big Underscore Bane, um, I would like to, you to know that anything you see on Twitter 
is not real. It's anti-Breaker and Bane bots is Them what it is. damn bots are running wild, running rampant on Twitter, and I've had about enough of it, Breaker. Actually, I don't give a shit about bots. Bots can suck it. I hope all the bots attack you. I hope all the bots come to my house and just suck it. Is that what you want? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, okay, so obviously... Tony Khan took some uh, took some flack on this one. Yeah, he did. He, he puts out a tweet this week saying, like, a lot of the anti-AEW rhetoric, as I believe the word he used, mm-hmm. comes from these bots yep. that are basically commenting and tweeting out all this anti-whatever. Um, and saying that, like, WWE... He basically accused WWE of doing this without saying it directly. That's yeah. at least what I took. Yeah, me too. And so, um, it just, here's the thing. I think he's 100% right. Well, I've, about the bots. About the bots. Yes. But putting that out there publicly, man, that's probably just not a smart thing to say. Yeah. I and mean, see, I don't even, I don't even feel like if it's, I don't even know if I, I agree that it's WWE necessarily doing it though. I think it is. I feel like they don't give a shit enough. No, they do. And, and I'll, and I'll tell you why my own personal experience. I went to FCW. Mm-hmm. I had like 212 Twitter followers. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, man, I hope they don't look down at me cause I don't have a following on Twitter. Yeah. So I was trying to get like more tweets and stuff and get more interaction. I came, I had to report my, I had to change my Twitter account, my Twitter account mm-hmm. to a WWE one, which they did in. And then like, I went to training one day, so I had like 230 at this point. Yeah. And literally, my notifications were like 10 new followers, 10 new followers, 10 new followers, 10 new followers. It was like yeah, almost 1,000 new followers yeah. in a day. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And then over the next several months, the same thing, daily, new followers, all just random accounts. So I think they did that to give the developmental crew a following. Yeah. So do they do this? Yes, I think they do. So I think he's right. That's just well, my own personal experience. Well, and I remember, so I remember after you left WWE, we did a thing where we checked to see, because there was a guy in um, Missouri who had a big following, and we were like, I wonder, we, we were trying to figure out if they were real or not. Yeah, because he bought them. He bought the yeah, followers, which you can do. We found out that they were fake, a lot of them, but we checked yours, and like 90% of them were real. You're right, but I mean, again, a lot were fake, though. Yeah, and I don't think it was ninety percent, though. I it was, it was, a, it was, it was the majority of them were real. I thought it was like sixty percent or something. Mm, I thought it was a little bit higher than that. I don't know. We need hey, to check. We need to check it again. Well, because the only reason I say this because you still got a majority of them. But, but I actually had like nine thousand at one point. Right and now, it's like seventy seven hundred. But Which like, is still compared to my 650. Right, but how many of these are actually real, though? I don't think a lot of them are real. I think they're just bot accounts. And they, they might be, but I I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at my interaction. Is my interaction any bigger than yours? Oh, it's, no. it's really not. No. So I, that's where I think it's probably bot accounts, and it was done to... Because it, it did, well, I wasn't the only one. Right. All the guys that kind of started with me all had, like, you know, a and small I'm, following. All of a sudden, it grew and grew and grew, like, huge yeah overnight yeah and so i think and i would also assume it's 
and not that that equates to how many followers you got. I would also assume there's probably emails going around saying, Hey, follow this talent, follow this talent, follow this talent. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it's like, as Gamble would say, it's all eggs, right? Because that was the, the, the standard profile picture yep. Yep. before you have one. It's the egg. Right. Yep. And that's all that it was. And at the time it would say like 10 new followers. That's your notification to so it, it was over and over again. Yeah. And, and I think, I think probably when you switch over to because I mean here's the thing WWE puts the, the Twitter logo on their screen. Mm-hmm. If you don't think they're getting paid for that, you're wrong. Oh yeah, they're making money. Yeah, that's why. And of course, at this point they were pushing tout real big. You know, like oh yeah, I mean all that shit. It's all pushed because of you know WWE making money and such. And so at this point they were really into social media. Let's push social media, mm-hmm. push it. Blah 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 blah. And so I think it was designed like once that once I became at Traven WWE. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Yeah. And all the accounts did it. Is, is one guy running 100 accounts? I don't know. I don't know how it works. but yeah, That could be a handful of people's jobs. 100%. You know, I mean, hell, I, I think I'm logged into about seven Twitter accounts altogether. Sure. You know, I mean, handful of them are like old, you know, uh, Breaker and Brain Network bullshit accounts that we sure. made as a joke. Right. Um, so, I mean... I mean, yeah, realistically, that that very well could be because, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's not a cap like Twitter doesn't count IP addresses. You know what I mean? I don't think so. I, I think there's a an, a an amount you can actually log into at any time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm sure that they have a way around that. Right. I mean, obviously, they got everyone verified. All that was yeah. a, a thing. So, yeah, I, I mean, I this is just my thought. I think that that's really happening. It could be. But I don't think it's a good idea to put out. A weird tweet like that definitely not um because honestly i don't feel like there's a lot of anti-aew out there at least what i'm seeing no the majority of what i see is anti-wwe sure and so realistically that same tweet could have came from vince mcmahon yeah and there could still be a lot of weight to that tweet i think in this case vince is either so completely out of touch or just like, you know, like Mr. Burns, where he's kind of being put back together like Frankenstein every morning, which none of that would shock me. I don't think he's going to even take the time to put a tweet like that out there. I don't think he gives a shit. Right. And and I and I think that's the um that's the issue with someone like Tony Khan where Yeah, that's the well, that's the big difference between Vince and Tony is Tony gives too much of a shit. Yeah. And Vince just doesn't give any at all. You know, he literally has merch out there that says like yeah, I am an asshole. Yeah. You know, billion dollar asshole. Like he's proud of that. Like he doesn't give a shit about anybody's thoughts on him. I mean, it's one of those things like I think he knows who he is and he knows that he was successful because of who he is. Yeah. And why would he change now when he's like two steps from the grave? Right. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, change of heart, you know. Right. Like there's no reason to at this point. It it, it brought him to the dance. Why would he change? To Tony Khan, however, like I feel like Going back to a point I made a couple of months ago, I feel like he's just a very insecure guy. Yeah. Um, Tweets like this kind of prove it to me. Well, right. And and I think sometimes that's the uh, that's the problem with um, with Tony. I think he he's so worried about, like, if he sees a negative tweet. But at the same time, I don't think it's – I don't think our society's healthy looking at negativity. Mm. You know what I mean? And I, and I think that that's – a, a huge problem with social media is because it's so easy. Like you could go on right now 
and tweet any superstar, you suck. Right? Yeah. And, and I mean, there's no reason why you can't. But like over time, mental health wise, that's not a it's not a good thing to have. But here's here's the problem with that though, is people who say if I people who get on like, you know, who's somebody that reacts to those fans a lot, like Becky Lynch, maybe. Becky Lynch. Baron Corbin does. Baron Corbin. If you go on Baron Corbin's Twitter, 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 if you go on his Twitter and tweet at him, hey, you suck. Like what he does is he takes your profile picture but, <laughs> and tweets it out, which but, is funny. But it's funny. But like if you were to go on that same Twitter and be like, love your stuff this past weekend, you know, dude, you're awesome. Big fan. He ignores that shit. Right. These people, they just want attention. So if you're feeding into that negative bullshit, people are going to keep hitting you with that negative bullshit. If you were to just ignore and, that st- stuff. And a block is acknowledgement. Right. If you mute that stuff, if you ignore those people and then highlight the people giving you compliments or don't highlight anybody, if you if you don't you, you don't want to feed John Moxley is the smartest one. He just doesn't tweet anything. Right. But like if if you're going to respond, respond to the positive and eventually that negative shit. I mean, like you always have people being negative, but eventually that will slow down because people just want attention from you. And so it just I don't know, like stop feeding into the negative shit. Yeah. It, well, right, but I, but it's hard not to at times, right? Especially if it hits you in the right mood. I just i i I don't get notifications from people that I don't follow. I don't either. So, like, if somebody tweets out anything negative to me, like I don't see it. Be good. I'm gonna tweet you something negative right now. Yeah. Well, I've I've had you muted for a year, pal. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, that's I think that's the the thing about how you have to do social media. You have to be yeah. smart, right? Because mm-hmm. otherwise it's going to create so much negativity. Yeah. And, and I, I think at the end of the day, um, we, we all can be too active on social media. I try yeah. to use it just to promote, yeah. you know, because otherwise I feel like you're going to end up angry, but I mean, we've all done it, right? So oh, I yeah. just scrolled Facebook or Twitter. Like who gives a shit about yeah. this stuff? Yeah. And, a problem i still find myself commenting on shit i really shouldn't i mean yeah it's just one of those things or or end up like tiktok right like you many times and i do it a lot when i'm working because if i am in the mindlessly scroll for an hour and a half yep yep because i'm in between things and it's kind of hard to describe but my job like there's a there's a a lull period Mm -hmm. sometimes so there's nothing to do except wait so you scroll tiktok you know and and you end up going down rabbit holes of like, you know, this three minute video and they're about to explain it all. And like what, you know, check out part two. And you're like, oh, damn it. You know, yeah. like, why did I just waste my time? But yeah. it's easy to do. And I think sometimes because that's what we do for entertainment. I mean, it's, it's kind of like someone mentioned this one time. I was like, wow, I never thought about that. Like a doctor's office doesn't have magazines anymore because mm-hmm. everyone just gets on their phone. Yeah. Like, but it's like, wow, that's crazy because that's like who everyone remembers the table full of magazines at the doctor's office. Yeah. They don't need that anymore because everyone scrolls their phone and they find something to to do. I I've been purposefully watching more shows lately so I can stay off my phone. Yeah. Like I've been purposefully like getting more into shows, like finding shows that I started watching and then stopped 
Yeah. It, like getting back into them. I'm, I'm trying to not look at my phone while I watch TV mm-hmm. and, and, I can, and that's a weird thing to say, but it's really hard not to do. I can do that if I'm into the show. Sure. Like, if, but if it's something I've already seen, like, I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm already know. You're just happening. listening. Right. It's yeah. just background noise at that yeah. point. But like, I mean, I, I've, I've been trying to do that because I get tired of looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's, I think sometimes part of the thing is, um, I get tired of social media, man. No, I, yeah, it's not, I don't, I think the problem is the, the, the positives of social media, as far as like connecting, I mean, most of the people that are our biggest supporters, that's how we met them. Yes. Right. It wasn't like, I don't, we don't personally know Travis or Drew or Jeff and Scott or Eric and Barry or any of those guys. Yeah. We've met them all through Twitter and social media, but now I consider them some of my better friends. Yeah. It's so it's good in that regard, Mm -hmm. but that there's that for every good thing there's about it, there's always that one random idiot yep. that comments. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, but yeah. unfortunately, my, we do give them the time of day. Well, my whole thing with that, like my social battery just runs dry really fast. And it's well, like, you're, you're a hermit, like yes. by nature. And so, and, and it's weird to say that on social media, your social battery could die out really quick, but it does. Like it's, it's like, I, I have to take breaks. I have to like, just, disassociate from from it all for a little while mm-hmm. and it's like i just i don't know it's like i can't i i can't process shit you know what i mean it's like i it's like about to have a freak out <laughs> type of thing you know what i mean well um cooper our buddy from high school speako he, when he was over he came over about a little over like about a year ago i guess when we recorded a podcast and he was telling me Years before that, he he made a joke on Facebook, a political based joke of mm. some sort. Oh, bad idea! Yeah, and so he said, "I just was on my computer." He said, "I didn't even have a smartphone yet." Made a joke. I said, "I just left, came back, got on the computer again." Because remember, that's again how we. Right. I think if like Ethan Chambers actually told told me that he's only doing Twitter on his laptop. Yeah. He's not going to keep it on. I'm like, that might be the answer. Yeah. When you're that connected all the time, maybe that's the problem. Yep. And so. Cooper was telling me that he came back and he had like 76 comments. And I was just like, holy shit. People got in fights. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like going after. I mean, I remember one time I, I had a, a Twitter thing or a Facebook thing come up. It was Masawa and Kobashi from Pro Wrestling Noah, which I, you're probably not familiar with. But they were like the pioneers of Noah back in the day, uh, which is the Japanese company that Harley was, a you know, a big key member in. Mm-hmm. And they did this real crazy suplex from the apron to the floor. Looked disgusting. Looked horrible. And I, I think I put it, I just, I put it out on Facebook and I just put like, wow, or ouch, or yeah. holy crap, something like that. And of course, you know, all the wrestling people are commenting. Then some idiot comes on there who I don't even know. I don't even know this guy, mm-hmm. but has probably found me over wrestling through the years. And so he has to make some comment about how stupid they are. And I'm like, uh, like, or I think he even said something about like, yeah, those probably aren't going to be walking soon. And I'm like, yeah, dude, Masawa died. Like. Mm. Not a, I mean, you think about what you're saying. Yeah. And then he creates this whole thing. He gets into it with another friend of mine. I'm just like, oh, oh God. dear God. And so I just deleted the whole thread. Yeah. Just delete, like, not worth it. Yeah. He starts messaging me. How come I can't comment on that anymore? And I'm like, because I, I deleted the thread. Why? This right here. This yeah. exact. This moment, conversation. This conversation. Yeah. Nice blocked them. But it's just, it's one of those things. It's like, that's the problem. Yeah. I can't put a simple, wow, that's incredible. Can't you, you just can't post a video or anything like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. And 
I don't under, like I don't comment on stuff I don't know anything about. Like you know how many times I see things that like have nothing to do with me. I don't just like chime in. Yeah. Unless it's like a bland, hey, does anyone know about this? You know, like right. I would never just like jump into someone's conversations. That's why it's so weird to me. Yeah, it's uh, that's social media for you. The fact that everybody and that's one beautiful thing about Twitter is like you can actually limit who replies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I noticed Punk doesn't have his replies on anymore. Yeah, and I think that's. Kind of a beautiful thing because if you don't want a bunch of jackasses tweeting at you, you shouldn't let them. Yeah. I think it's kind of smart. That might be the new thing moving forward is just like nobody is allowed to reply. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if that's the right answer or not. But Or just people that – I think if it's people that you follow, I think that's okay. Sure. But, you know, people that just follow you but you don't know them from Adam, you know, I mean. But then Twitter, I think, would lose popularity, right? Like that. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's, that's why you follow celebrities. I can tweet Ryan Reynolds. I can, you know, I can tweet all these guys. And I think if you take that away, but you it's still, not as cool as it used to be, but you could still tag them in a tweet. You sure, know what I mean? Sure. If you wanted to, um, you know, I mean, there's still ways around that, but I don't know. It's interesting, man. But yeah, anyway, um, like I, like I said, I, I'm rooting for AEW. I want them to be successful. I think Tony probably, in my opinion, which obviously he doesn't give a shit about, but maybe like, Less dumb tweets. <laughs> just, tweet, just tweet less. Just promote your shows, you know. And and but you can do that on AEW's Twitter, right? You right. Know, you just sometimes it's good as a boss just to shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. Uh, Nash Carter made some news. He uh, wins the NXT Tag Team Title as part of a part of MSK mm-hmm. with his partner. At the Stand and Deliver show, which I guess is like their new takeover, right? It's like their pay-per-view type show. I think it's their new WrestleMania. Okay. Like, it's it's like... That's the, their big one. Yeah, it's the one before Mania. I mean, I could it could be wrong. Maybe that's all of them are, are now Stand and Deliver. But I who, don't know. I think it's just right before Mania. But that it was before Mania. Yes. I do know that this one was. I think it was actually the same day as the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But... Uh, no, it was the same, same day as Mania. Was it the same day as Mania? It was in the afternoon. It was a matinee. Oh, geez. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah, because I ended up watching it, and they kept talking about how later tonight, WrestleMania. Oh, geez. Yeah. But um, before he won the tag title, there his his wife was Kimberly, which she had a she had a run in the Mae Young Classic a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I guess was accusing someone of some, you know, assault or whatever. And I don't know if people assumed it was him because I didn't know they were married. I don't really know this guy or her all that much. But anyway, she ends up coming out later and saying, like, actually, I've, you know, I'm not going to, I don't know if she said I'm not going to reveal it or now, but, like, she changed her story from what I understand. And then he wins the tag titles, and she's tweeting out that she's a proud wife and everything's good, and then then all of a sudden she tweets that he punched her in the mouth and busted her mouth open. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, he gets released. And then... Around, I don't know if it was before he was released or after, but she tweets a picture of him with the Hitler mustache doing the Hitler salute. So not a good look, obviously. Definitely not. Um, what a mess, though. Yeah. I mean, geez. Yeah. Um, it seems to me, like, from what I've, what I've gathered, just, you know, from all the different tweets, because, again, with Twitter, you can go down a deep dive. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's with that Gigi Dolan now, I think is her name, or formerly Priscilla Kelly. Lucky man. Yes, 100%. And uh, I guess his ex, who he's been separated from for a while, 
to serve divorce papers. And that's when all of a sudden allegations came forward. So I don't know. It's a tricky situation. Did he punch her? I don't know. Like, but like, why didn't she say something before? Like apparently his tag partner's wife or girlfriend was really coming to his defense saying that a lot of this was messed up. Of course, WWE does go ahead and firing and firing him. I don't know, man. It's just a sticky situation. Yeah, I know. And they uh, vacated the tag titles as well. Yeah. I saw um, that. um, and he's got a figure coming out. Like that sucks. It's well, terrible timing. Well, what's so dumb about it is like, not to say that it's dumb that they would just, you know, come to a woman's defense and get rid of somebody, you know, but, but they didn't with like Velveteen dream. And stuff. that's what I was going to say. There have been other allegations. There have been other things that have come up with superstars where they just kind of like pulled the curtain in front of the guy for a little while. Well, like apparently I, did you know about Gable Stevenson's allegations? I have heard about it. I didn't know anything yeah. about that. And that kind of came to light. And I guess he got mm-hmm. off on a straight up technicality. Yep. That apparently they've kind of like changed the law since then because yep. of him. And I'm just like, dear God, like, yep. This is the guy, like we're. we're and that's the guy. Him. He's gonna be the new Kurt Angle, right? And just like, oh, that's that's disgusting. So, yep. The Hitler picture was, to me, like that's obviously just a joke. It's a distasteful one, clearly, but I'm like, that's a private picture he sent, probably to be funny, because he, he obviously a, didn't keep it. He was shaving it off. Right. I, I. I don't think he's a neo-Nazi. No, but I also think it was stupid of him to do it. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Like, Well, like any, you were on a mustache now, but yes. anytime you shave your beard, every guy sees what a mustache would look like, right? Well, I I do damn near every kind of facial hair. When you do I'm, the Fu Manchu. Yes. You do the sideburns. Yes. Yeah, you know. I, I've done it all. Right. If you can, other than the, the douchebag chin strap, that's the only one I've never done. <laughs> But, you know, I mean... That was your high school look, fella. Shout out to John Webb. <laughs> <laughs> I love John Webb. He's a good guy. I don't like don't, him don't, don't kick my ass. Um, <laughs> but but that's the only thing I haven't done. But, yeah, I mean, like... But I I will say I've never shaved my mustache into Hitler's mustache. Yeah, that's... A, well, because it doesn't look good. Right. You know, I mean, there's no point. I have done the half mustache, though. Sure. That's because that's usually how I shave is I'll just shave one side off and then do the other one. Well, he's a young guy. I think he's in his early 20s. So, I mean, to me, it's like a Snapchat joke. Probably. Shaves the Hitler, does the salute. Yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, wow, that's messed up. And you know, she's been saving it. That's the problem. Yeah. Like it was, it was the saved as ammunition because you premeditated because you knew what was going to happen. Like I, I've heard some of the worst jokes in the world at my work. And I've never once thought like that guy, like he's, he's a sexist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to bank that for right. You get it, famous pal. To me, that's the whole point of, of jokes is they're jokes. They're yeah. not, I mean, they're, they have to be a little bit offensive. Otherwise they're not funny. Yeah. So be careful that you might get slapped by Will Smith. <laughs> well, yeah. I fairly certain I could take Will Smith though. <laughs> <laughs> not if you don't see it coming pal <laughs> if he's walking towards me very slowly i i'm gonna be prepared like <laughs> i've seen this movie play out sir yeah unless he tries to flash me with one of those men in black pins <laughs> you will forget this <laughs> but um did you think wwe made the right call and letting him go when they did i mean i think they're they're looking at like we don't want this to get worse but i don't think that that's right either i i you could have easily kept the tag team champions off TV for a month. Right. Let's iron, just, let's figure out what's going on. Let's let's figure this out. Yeah, they that was very bold and brash of them to just be like, "All right, you're gone." You know. To me it sets that precedent of 
the second something comes up, an allegation of, of any sort, mm-hmm. you're gone. Here's here's what I, I mean. Like Darby Allen had allegations on him a yeah, few months ago. Yeah, AEW didn't do it, but again, that's the it blows over most of the time because yeah. there's usually not a lot of merit to it. Yeah, and I mean the thing is, is like I wouldn't be shocked if a sliver of it is true. Whether right. or not he hit her or not, I'm not saying he did. I'm just saying I wouldn't be shocked if a sliver of what she has said is true. Mm-hmm. But I highly doubt. All of it is true, and I think she exaggerated like an mf'er. Oh yeah, on all of it, just because I, I, he's probably because he's successful, and she's pissed about it. Right, and he, again, his partner's Wesley. His, yeah. I, I don't know if it's his wife or girlfriend, but she was saying like she probably ruined his career too. Yeah, I yeah. mean, could have for sure because they brought them in as a team. Yes, right, and so like, is, do they look at either one as a singles guy? Probably not, but yeah. like. His wife or girlfriend was saying, like, he's been living with us for months. He's trying to get away from her. Yeah. Like, he, so clearly there was a issue there. Yeah. And, you know, then, of course, everything was bad. Then it's all good. Now it's bad again. Now it's like, now I'm going to ruin your career. Yeah. Because she was served divorce papers. And it's just not a, I don't know, that's a part about the industry I don't like, man, that that quick knee jerk reaction sometimes who's who, who does this affect more personally? Cause I, I have a feeling this is probably going to affect Kimberly pretty harsh in the future. Oh yeah. Cause I think most people realize she's not truthful. Like you said, is there a sliver of truth? Probably. Yeah. But I think there's also a whole lot of lies wrapped around it. Well, and I, and I think, I think professionally people are going to be scared to book her. Of course they are. I think, uh, personally, like she's probably going to have trouble finding guys willing to <laughs> see her. Yeah. Because of how she's reacted and responded. You don't. Yeah, absolutely. You don't um, want to be, you don't want to be associated with that. If, if you're a promoter, like I just saw today and I wasn't even going to make note of this, but um, I guess some show in Mexico, they're booking Marty Skrull mm-hmm. and some NXT. guy from NXT UK that also had allegations. And is NXT UK still a thing? It is. Is it? This guy got released. Hmm. Um, but uh, that uh, Lindsay Dorado was supposed to be working them, I guess. And he asked to be, taken out of the match or taken off the show good right and and so but it's like one of those things that's like man like their their career in pro wrestling will probably never be and even though like that's been quiet for a while yeah if aew said like hey we're signing marty scurll boom shitstorm all over again right well yeah because the thing with marty scurll mfr admitted it not only admitted it and he tried to he acted like it wasn't a big deal right because he said well they're legal in uk it's like, dude. Yeah, that's that's on. a child. Just because she's sixteen and sixteen is legal where you're from, that's a kid, pal. Yeah, not 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 good. Gross. And, and I think there's actually U.S. states where it's legal at sixteen, probably. But yeah, like I mean, I'll, I'm 36. I don't think I could date a girl younger than like 28. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just what do you have in common? Nothing. <laughs> you know, like it just it wouldn't be. You couldn't date a 23 year old. She can't even rent a car. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just, it's, you're not in the same world, right? I yeah. mean, and I think it's, it's just one of those things like, you know, if, if you're 21 and she's 17, that's one thing. Cause it's like, well, four years difference. But when you're that far much older, that's to me a lot worse. And I'm not saying that that's okay, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense, but it, it, well, it, and it, yeah, yeah. Cause my, my, my stepdaughter is 14 dating a 16 year old who drives. That weirds me the F out. Yeah. Because 
she isn't allowed to have a license or even a permit, yet she's dating a guy who can drive her around town. And I don't like that. No, of course not. But, you know, if if it was 25 and 23, I don't, who gives right. a shit? Or even 25 and 21. Right. Right, because they're both legal adults. Right. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, the, the age gap isn't as big of a deal the older you get. But, like, mm-hmm. it's just still <laughs> it's it's a lot and yeah. it's just it's one of those things where i think with uh with guys like marty scroll i don't know like is our career in wrestling gonna happen i mean maybe not on a big stage probably not and then that's probably part of the problem man like yeah. maybe he should have been a little bit smarter because that dude was making money well yeah big big part of the bullet club i mean the whole villain enterprises was dope this reminded me a lot of like when Joey Ryan tried to sneak on a show a while back. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was putting it on, right? He was putting the show on, but he didn't. But no him, one knew it was him. Right. And he was kind of like behind the scenes. But but he ended up putting his face on a flyer or some shit like a dumbass. Yeah. And then I think Tony Khan pulled all of his talent mm-hmm. off, which is just like, well, yeah, dude, no one wants to be associated with you. It's yeah. just not a it's not a good thing. Yeah. Not a good look. So, yeah. So, <sighs> I, Back to Nash Carter. I, I feel bad for the guy because I feel like he got set up here. Yeah. And well, what's so funny about it is Kimberly fought so hard to be the victim that she ended up turning Nash Carter into the victim. She did. And I, I she actually deleted her Twitter, I found out. Good. Because people were like really coming after her hard. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's not a good look. And what's weird, though, and that you talk about Twitter. I, I feel like there's some people on Twitter that are just completely stupid. Oh, yeah. People actually, I, I think, thought he was a Nazi. And I'm like, dude, his tag team partner's a black guy. Come on. Right. Like, it's a joke. Yeah. It's not a tasteful joke by any stretch. But it's a it, horrible joke, yeah. But it's it's not, that's obviously, it. he's in the bathroom. He was right. shaving, you right. know, like. It's probably it's probably something I'm sure. Because uh, I guarantee you there was a Hogan Fu Manchu. Oh, yeah. There was like the he side. He did the chops. Yeah, he did all of it. I you know? But, I mean, I feel like that's probably something. Uh, his, I don't even know the other guy's name in the tag team. Wesley. Is Wesley. I'm sure Wesley probably pulled him aside like, you realize you can't do that shit, right? You know what I mean? I'm sure that conversation happened, and I'm sure that was the end of it. Right. But, I don't know. It, it, it's not, that's not that that big of a deal to where he needs to be quote unquote canceled or anything like that. Or to me, it's kind of like Michael Scott imitating Hitler and not realizing that it's how stupid that is. Right. And obviously they, they changed his tone. Yes. Throughout the series. But in that first season, like everyone's just kind of like, I think, I think of uh, diversity day when he straight up said the N word. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, he doesn't realize yeah. Like and like even like he's trying to justify it's like so Chris can say but I can't same comedic timing you know right. <laughs> it's right. it's like dude don't like you yes. can't you got to shut up you can't say stuff like that yep. and it's like he doesn't understand that he's being offensive and yeah. I think that's probably the case in point here so yep. I hope this all works out and this is like a Daniel Bryan thing and he comes back in three or four months and people can forget this shit but we'll see did Daniel Bryan get let go for a little? oh yeah never mind for choking a guy at the tie that's man. And spitting in Cena's mouth, but that's a different story. Well, yeah. Did Cena ask for it, though? Well, I don't know. What was he wearing? (laughs) Probably George, but I don't know. But yeah, the the tie thing, I think, was... I I thought that was the what everybody talked about. Well, I I, I I heard, I guess, he spit in Cena's mouth, and he didn't like it very much. And... Was yeah. I would be pretty upset if somebody spit in my mouth That's too. Disgusting. I'd probably want to throw up. Yeah. yeah. So, 
I think I think it was a combination of things, but yeah. But I mean, again, the, what it brought, they brought him back in like three months, right? Probably messed up Cena's mechanics on the inside. You know, <laughs> you, can't, you can't get you can't get you know liquids so close to all those wires. Exactly. Um, <laughs> AEW this week we saw um, Minoru Suzuki return to Dynamite to face Samoa Joe for the Ring of Honor TV title. This was mm-hmm. kind of like the dream match we all never knew we wanted, but like that's pretty. I mean, to me, this is why. Like Tony doesn't need to tweet stupid stuff because this is awesome. Yeah, let like, the show speak for itself. Right. I mean, like this is great stuff. Yeah. Once in a lifetime type of match, and he even put out there it's going to be a uh, pay per view caliber dynamite. And like they had some great stuff. Of course, mm-hmm. the end saw the debut. I guess Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt are kind of doing like an anti Samoa Joe yeah. group, which I think is fun. Yeah, and they're going to debut someone big. So I thought Cesaro. Yeah. He was an ROH guy. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. It made sense to me. And they bu- they debuted this uh, seven-footer former basketball player. Omos 2.0, baby. I know AEW signed this guy, or I don't know if they were officially signing him, but they brought him in to train. Mm-hmm. And um, from what I gather, it was going to be like their first kind of like, quote-unquote, developmental thing. Okay. And uh, that Anthony Agogo, that pro boxer or that Olympic Olympic boxer that's there, mm-hmm. was kind of a similar deal initially. Like, let's see if we can make this like a long term project. Yeah. And so anyway, that's what this is. I didn't see it. I, I've seen pictures, of course. It's classic pro wrestling, right? Like, we've got a giant waiting for you. I, I don't know. Is that a good thing? I know a lot well, of the w- AEW fans weren't a big fan of it. Here, here's the the problem I have. AEW has overused the lights out method to introduce somebody. And it's been overused so much that it's like, if you're going to do it, it better be somebody huge. Yeah. And when you do it, well, it's like, remember that one of that pay-per-views and it was like the dark order. That was the first time they did it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I remember watching that like, who the hell is this guy? You know, who's this guy? Who's this? <laughs> oh, chub- it's evil. Uno. You know, who's, who's this chubby guy in a mask? Like, I don't get in. Who are all these weirdos that are acting like human chairs? What the hell is happening with these two? Like, yeah, I didn't get it. You know, right, of course not. Uh, but now I love evil. Uno. you know, Stu Grayson. I think they're awesome, but like, well, right. But again, that's not the way you debut them. Probably. Definitely not. Um, but but looking at this, like I, I think you can't you can't just keep doing the lights out gimmick. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like it's it gets to a point where people get numb to it. You know what I mean? Like one hundred percent. Homeboy should have just walked out, you know, uh, in the entrance and just stood at the top of the, the stair, the ramp, and then just casually walked down and just beat the shit out of Smojo. I mean, because nobody knows who he is. I, I mean, I really liked how Kyle O'Reilly debuted, where he showed up behind whoever it was he was attacking. But he just kind of comes up on the screen all of a sudden, like, oh shit, it's Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. And the announcers are freaking out. But the guy he's about to beat up hasn't seen him yet. Yeah. To me, like, that's fine. Yeah. And I understand there's got to be a difference. And I think they wanted to make this a big deal because he's a big guy, but. But nobody cares if they don't know who he is. Right. And I think I think that's the problem. It needs to be, you need to save that for, for one, it kind of gets to, to me when I think of the lights out gimmick, it's like, that person in the ring is turning the lights out. It's supposed to be like a supernatural thing is, is what the way I've always felt like it's supposed to be. Oh, it's the fiend. No, it's not right. Like it's <laughs> like, I cause growing up and then maybe it's just cause I'm WWE Mark growing up. It was always the guys like the undertaker who did it. You know, it was, you know, you didn't see stone cold coming back from injury with the lights out gimmick. You know what I mean? Well, cause well, but at the same time, like stone cold, like you want to hear the glass break. Right, I mean, well, but anybody else either. Triple H that didn't have the lights out gimmick, you know what I mean? When he came back, 
Like, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. The supernatural character. It's, like, right. Like and the, the fiend. Like Malachi Black would have, would have been a great one. I don't know if they did. I actually think they did. And they might have. And he shows up He's in the perfect. ring. And he kicked Cody. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. He's perfect for that. But like uh, a basketball player like that nobody knows, like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's like that. What's that? Commander Aziz or whatever. <laughs> like yeah. one of those fucking guys. You're like, oh, yeah, awesome. I, I, I hope WWE starts using the lights out gimmick. Just just for fun. I know it, you I know you hate that thought. But. No, it's not that I hate that thought. I just when you break it down, like it's, it's to me, like there's that real fine line between like good and hokey. And I know we dance around it on pro yeah. wrestling because even before we were talking, you were you brought up Ezekiel, how yeah. much you like that. I'm like, dude, I just I, I get it's kind of funny, but Well and and it's not supposed to be serious, is the is more importantly than than it being funny like it's supposed to be and i know your point is kevin owens went from main event of wrestlemania to this and i totally get that see and that's the thing is if this wasn't kevin owens i think i would actually like it more right but it's like you have you literally just gave this guy the best thing you can Mm -hmm. and to me it's like when they uh when they had damian sandow Mm -hmm. he was ms dow and people were begging for him to turn on ms yeah begging for it and then he finally does Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, yes, now he's a maiden man. Okay, now you're going to team with Curtis Axel, your macho man down. Yeah. And he's Axel Mania. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the the Mecca Powers is their name. Yeah. Like, what? Like, how? How How does that happen? And that's my problem. It's kind of like when Dolph Ziggler debuted, and it was like, I'm Dolph Ziggler, always reaching for the handshake. Yeah. Because it's it, they're making fun of indie wrestlers because that's what they all do. They right. want to make sure they shake everybody's hand because that's the faux pas. Yeah. And, and it wasn't like... I thought, like, man, that's fucking great stuff. Right. It's just, it's his way to get on TV. Yeah. And for Elias, you know, to me, I thought he was one of the most overacts they had at one point. But at a certain point, like, you just do this forever and just play guitar. Like, yeah. At a, you know, at a certain point, something has to change. And so yeah. I think him wearing gear, shaving his beard, and being like, yeah, I'm Elias's younger brother. That's, that's funny. I get that. I just... Yeah. It bothers me how they made Kevin Owens the guy. But I think Kevin Owens is such a versatile character that he can go from badass against Stone Cold to being silly to going right. I think of Kurt Angle. Sure. Kurt Angle wearing the little mini cowboy hats and yippee you know, like a real cowboy. Right. And then the next week he brings him badges. Yeah. But, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, as soon as he gets in that ring, he's going to whoop somebody's ass. He's a freaking Olympic gold medalist. Yes. And yeah. so it, I feel like and, and and then also too, Edge and Christian constantly calling him stupid and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like back in the day, like or when he was like holding the signs to say you suck, and he was like reading them and yeah. didn't realize. Yeah. But back in the day, like we were allowed to have fun, but still be able to, you know, they were still able to turn it on when the when the ring got in. You know, when they got in the ring, right? Like I feel like that's a little bit harder to accomplish now. But I feel like that's what they're trying to do with Kevin Owens. You know what I mean? Like let him have fun because he is so damn comedic. You know. True. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't bother me that with him being in this little program with Ezekiel because it's it's just supposed to be silly. Yeah, I, I think it's just it's so weird how they're how they're doing it. I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. I kind but, of equated to it, and I was telling you this off air, like Danhausen cursed William Regal, and I know you're saying that's William Regal, and I totally agree with that. But like, he didn't get beat up by uh, Moxley or Brian. You know what I mean? And sure. So it's like. Well, and I, I feel think like with, there's a place for silliness in wrestling. And Danhausen's one of those characters where I think the first time you see him, like he had a huge internet following, but nationwide television. It's no. died down quite a bit. Right. Yeah. People didn't know, but 
he is funny when you hear him talk the yeah. voice he uses it's ridiculous yeah it's a, it's an entertaining character yeah. and in the inter- I, I i don't think my nephew's seen him but i'm sure he'll love danhausen yeah. because it's just like you know the all the stuff that he does it's just if you see that video i think you'll really laugh oh i have watched it it's oh, funny yeah, yeah. and then like when he cursed hook and he just walked by him he's like what the hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just it's funny yeah. but but again i think that's the that's the thing with wrestling sometimes it's good sometimes it's not right um we almost saw the showdown of the of the century with Braun Strowman and Buff Bagwell, the match we never knew we wanted. Dude, I think Buff could whip his ass. He would grab him by the hair horns and just yank him down. Buff's still the stuff, right? Buff is absolutely the stuff. So Buff has been on uh, social media a lot more lately, and uh, him and Strowman, did, how did this even start? So I, I guess was Buff making fun of CYN? Is that what it was? And he had he had no idea Strowman was even a part of it. Right. He, he said, like, guys, I joined CYN. Never mind. It was gas. <laughs> that was the tweet. That and was then the tweet. Strowman went on a rampage, like, and, and talked about his, like, DUIs and stuff like that, how he's going to face charges for him and all this, blah, blah, blah. And, like. Well, and Buff Bagwell's been pretty open the fact that I think he. Everybody's moved, already known about this. He moved in with DDP, right? Yeah. And he's trying, like, Jake Roberts is trying to clean himself up. Yes. And to me, and I think we haven't talked about Sonny, but I mean, that's the other end of it, right? She straight up murdered somebody. Right. Because, I mean, what, 60 UIs? Like, what, yeah. like holy shit. And like, this last one, legit, somebody died in the wreck right. because of her negligence. Right. And so I'm I'm not a, a fan of drunk driving whatsoever. Nope. It's not, not something I will ever condone. But I can appreciate the fact that Buff sees it's a problem yes. and is trying to redirect that. And I think, too, like, and this is not an excuse for him, and I don't think he would look at it as, a, as an excuse. Um, and I think because his mom passed away a few years ago, didn't she? And I feel like that's kind of when he started to decline. Could be. Yeah, I don't know for sure. But. And may, maybe he just was, like, declining before that. But, like, I know him and his mom were super close, you know? Former WCW Tag Team Champion. Damn right. And, I mean, that was the whole joke about why he didn't sign with WWE was because of that. I'm almost po- – yeah, she's on that poster I have. I see her. Yeah, over yeah. There by Fake Razor and yep. the Ding Dongs. Yep. But, I mean, it's – and so I, I can imagine that probably affected him and it probably put him in a downward spiral. spiral. Sure. But, like, good on him for getting himself back on track, you know, and, and he knows that, you know, these cases are still pending against him. And at, at the most, he'll probably spend a year or so in jail, you know, Hopefully he's on probation instead, but like, well, it, to me, it would be kind of like coming after Jake Roberts now for, for drug abuse when it's like, well, yeah, but he's clean. Yes. Or he has been as far as I know. Yeah. He's been on television. He's, he looks a lot healthier. He's trying to clean himself up. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing. And so of course that leads to buff finding information on Strowman. He found his mug shot and everything. Yeah. And so it just became a, a pissing battle. I, I They kind of made up from what the treat, the tweet I saw where it was like, well, Strowman St- backed down once he realized buff had ammunition on him. Basically. And we'll see what had happened. What I saw was Strowman was like, that whole photo was a lie. He's like, I got a ticket on a boat. And it's like, do they hand out mug shots for boat tickets nowadays, bud? You know, <laughs> I mean, that's a little weird. Hit up the Coast Guard. We got to take your picture. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't seem like normal protocol for just a speeding ticket there, pal. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It It is what it is. But he's like, I, I came for the kill when I came at you. You know, I shouldn't have done that. We're we're in the wrestling business. We need to stick together, especially with all these Internet guys, you know, always talking crap. And it's just like, good God. Well, yeah, like what the hell? Yeah. And so 
CYN, like I, I told you a couple of weeks ago, whenever it was, we talked about it. It's like this, this company is going to be ammunition for us to talk about for years to come. Cause there's so much happening there. Like, yeah, I even saw EC3 did an interview where he was just like, I'm taking away the three of the most overused moves in pro wrestling just so that, that people have to do different stuff. But yeah. the thing is the way it's put out there. Yeah. He made a good point. He was like, he was like, you can do whatever you want. Just don't go through the middle rope. Yeah. He's like, everybody does it. Right. And I get that point. But like when you present it like fight club, yes, it's douchey. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, cause like I, when fight club claim it, when fight club club came out, I thought it was the coolest movie in the world. Sure. But like retroactively, I feel like it's kind of a douchey movie. Like, I don't think it's as cool as I used to. In, it's probably I haven't watched it in a long time, but it's probably one of those movies where it's like doesn't quite hold up. Maybe. Well, it just I, I associate it now with the bros, you know, and it's like ugh, gross, <laughs> you know, and it's the like bro, you don't like the bros, yeah, the, the fucking gym bros with their little razorback tank tops and the gallon jugs of water that you got right there, you douche. <laughs> I don't understand what what you have. And why, why are you planning of fitnessing me, you a hole? Hit that. Where's that damn lunk button? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I just, it was just funny because you had it right there. Maybe we're thirsty, damn it. That's <laughs> why we got the jugs. If you're thirsty, get on TikTok, brother. This ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, the whole thing with Strowman, he, to me, he's been like this guy that I felt like had a lot of sympathy in WWE. Like, they really oh, did yeah. a good job of making him like this lovable monster. And, yeah. Like, you know, he teamed up with a kid on WrestleMania and they won the tag titles and he made videos about getting bullied when he in his youth. So it's like to me, he was like the champion of the people or he could have been like, oh, yeah. you know, like talk about, I was a fat kid. I got bullied, blah, 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 blah. And like, you know how like he could be the inspiration for kids that are getting bullied and stuff. Yeah. And and that like that completely is all like off the table. Now. It, well, it got wiped away when. uh the, the tweet about the wrestlers tweet right? about the indie wrestlers and really pissed off a lot of the wrestlers and a lot of the fans too. And, and then it has progressively gotten worse because as soon as he joined up with control your narrative, he has had this air in this attitude about him where he just makes himself more and more unlikable and just cannot help, but make himself unlikable so much so that I wish we would give X-Pac a break and start calling it Strowman heat. Yeah. Well, it might be. Because Xbox becomes so lovable. Xbox is such a good dude. In his later years. I love that man. He used to come to FCW and just hang out with us. Yeah. And like, I remember like he he knew Hero real well and a few others. And like, they just get him to tell stories about Owen Hart. Dude, it was so much fun. He he doesn't deserve all the shit that he got back in the 90s and early 2000s. No. Because I don't think people got like how great he was. And the fact that he can still go. Yeah. Like he did like the GCW show. It's like, damn, dude. He's awesome. Yeah, this guy can go. It's, It's great. So. Anyway, I guess long story long, Strowman and Buff have made up. Yeah, so Buff is still a stuff, though. <laughs> we got a, a bit of toy talk here. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your remain. Do a bit of toy talk. All right. Got a little bit of toy talk here I want to throw at you. Uh, Big underscore Bane. I, I recently picked up a couple of these. I'd like to get your thoughts on it. Playmates recently released the original TMNT figures, mm. the eight, the late eighties ones, the ones that we had as a kid. They're at Walmart now. Okay. Just like they were including the weapons and everything. This is a weird, and I, I'd like to get your thoughts because you're not really into the collecting world as much. So NECA is doing Ninja Turtles. Yeah. 
Super 7's doing Ninja Turtles. All highly detailed, mm-hmm. collector-based, expensive. Yet Playmates, the original people that had them, yeah. can put out these classic things, but it's like they're they're hardly doing it. Like, is that weird to you? Like, why aren't they... To me, like, if they started releasing more than just the four Turtles, I'm talking, like, everybody. Casey Jones, yeah. April, Shredder, Splinter. And they've done some of them, like, but like re-released literally the entire series. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a huge hit today, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. And, and I, somebody who doesn't collect because it's all way too expensive... Um, like I would probably buy the Playmates one way before I bought the NECA and all that stuff. Well, a Super Seven figure is like fifty five now. Yeah, way the, too much. these Playmates are twelve. Yeah, which I mean is more than we paid then, but that's. And I know lot. you're getting way more detailed products and things like that. But I don't need it. Like, right, it's a turtle figure. Yeah, it's supposed to be about fun. So that's uh, that's something I've kind of wondered for a long time. Is like why isn't Playmates just. Cause I remember when they were doing like the rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like I didn't like the look of that cartoon. It just, it didn't. Is that the one where Raph was like huge and Donnie was really small? Yeah. They yeah. all kind of had like different looks and it was kind of like a, just a goofier cartoon. Yeah. Wasn't my cup of tea, but Hey, you know what? Things change. But my thought is like, they were pushing out all those toys there for a little bit. It's like, dude, like make uh how about we make like, you know, the old school turtle figures, but make some of the, like where's pizza face. Right. You know, where's, uh, you know, Casey Jones, where's Ace Duck? Where those where those guys at? Like, I, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense or not. I just, I feel like you have the license still. You can still make them. Why wouldn't you make some of the other less known characters? I Yeah, I 100% agree. Give me a Rat King again. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that would be fun. And they've done those two packs, which you may have seen, where they're bigger. But I'm just like, eh, mm. no, they're not. Uh, I know that you're trying to, like, do what Nick is doing, but it, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just that, uh, th- some I throw at you. Yeah, a little, little weird, but yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be all about Playmates if they um, um, put out more Turtle stuff. I, I'd be I'd be way more down for that. They did release the Turtle Van again. Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't, I have, I have not grabbed it, and I don't plan to, but I thought that was kind of cool. So. Yeah, very cool. All right, back to some 90s Telewar action to wrap up the show. We're down to our semifinals. We are down to Double Dare versus Doug. Uh, did you vote on this big bang? I think I did. I think I voted Doug because I don't, I don't want uh, Double Dare to win. Why don't you want Double Dare to win? Because I feel like it's a shoe in to win, and I, I want, uh, I want Doug to win. Okay, I can understand that. So to kind of give everyone a brief uh, rundown here, Doug beat Guts to move into the semifinal, which was yeah. kind of a shocker, huge shocker. Double Dare beat Are You Afraid of the Dark, but barely squeaked by. So yeah. that makes our first semifinal match. And the results, 59% to 41%. Uh, Double Dare moves on to the finals. Some bitch. Doug is out. A lot of people really liking Doug. I was kind of surprised to see all the love for Doug, but I, I'm, I'm all about it. It's a good show. I Dude, I actually really want to go back and watch that on Paramount+. Plus. I haven't, but... I was thinking about the beats the other day. Yeah, man. The band. That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, the hit song, Killer Tofu. <laughs> Such a good song. Dude. Dude, Doug was great. Pork yeah. chop. Oh, well, yeah. I did. I remember when they made the Quail Man Funko Pop. Yeah, I was so like, I have to get that. Super cool. Super cool. So, so that means uh, Doug is eliminated and Double Dare moves on to the finals. So we have our next semifinal match: Keenan and Kel versus Legends of the Hidden Temple. Man, it's gonna be tough. I kind of think I kind of think Keenan and Kel is going to move on, but we might end up seeing two game shows in the finals. 
So I personally hope Keenan and Kel wins mm-hmm. because I would love to see uh, not two game shows. Yeah. But I mean, I think unfortunately, although I'm kind of surprised Guts lost in the first round. I, I assume Guts would go further than the first Double round. Dare. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I, all these are great. These are, but Double Dare was to me exactly what Nickelodeon was. It was slime and slop and mess yep. and yep. things like that. Legends of the Hidden Temple was totally different, but it was. Yeah. Again, it was a history lesson. Like, it, it really was. Yeah. Mixed in with like a game show and yeah. stuff, and it's like it, it was like those classroom games that you'd play, you know, where it's like, hey, get a prize if you can guess the whoever the hell signed the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> Herbie Hancock. <laughs> I remember we had a, a thing one time when I was in third grade, and they said like if we do something right, we get a candy party. Yeah, and uh, literally our party was they passed us each a piece of hard candy, and I'm talking like. The ones like in the bottom of grandma's purse. Well, that is underwhelming. Yeah. And I remember they like, probably forgot. And I remember one of the kids next to me, he was like, what a party. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, damn, they got us. Yeah. <laughs> they really got us. Like it's just such a lame, like, Hey, if you guys do really good all week, we'll have a candy party. Yeah. It's like, here's a, here's your piece of candy. Don't party too hard. <laughs> and you don't think people remember, but I still remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but make sure to vote at bbph 918 keenan and kel legends of the hidden temple as we work our way to the finals um this was my choice for a tournament we're probably gonna wait a few weeks before we do our next tournament do you have an idea what you want to do for that one bane oh no no not, not even not, a little bit not in the slightest are no. you gonna think about it i might do some homework i might i might think about it you know i might expand your mind from all your busy world that you have going on i'm trying to i'm trying to decrease how much i think breaker but I might. I might think about it. Well, I hope so. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? Uh, yeah, real quick, uh, just because I know you don't have it up there, so I don't want us to forget our, our buddies, Ethan and Soda, starting a new podcast. I was going to bring that up. In the Marbles. Yes. Um, I, I know they're up on Podbean, and uh, I believe Soda said that it will be coming up soon. Probably by the time people hear this, actually. Apple, Spotify, all the major podcasting channels. So uh, yeah. in the Marbles, man. Yeah. Um, I'm. I think this is awesome because they are two friends of ours, and they're they got together through the Fig Life or whatever. However, they met up. And, I, I'm going to take credit for it because I think we should take credit for it because I like how you initially said you. Then yeah, us. then I felt bad. I felt yeah. bad. Uh, but because you, know, you obviously did all the work. We st- we started we started PHPW, put them together as a tag team, yeah. and then they became best friends. You know. Yeah. So you guys are welcome. You guys are welcome. I I wish there was a way to give you a virtual kick to the balls. I dare anybody to try it. I wear a virtual cup everywhere I go. Oh my god! But yeah, in the marbles. Hopefully, it'll be coming up soon. It's a NASCAR podcast, man. Yeah, I know nothing about NASCAR, but I plan to listen. I want to learn. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun show. I don't know anything about NASCAR either, uh, but um, my my dad used to watch it all the time. So I mean, oh, I guess I know a little bit, but yeah. I, I don't know enough to know terminology. Yeah, well, we're about to find out. But, yeah, Soda and Ethan getting their podcast going. So good luck to them. Make sure to go like and subscribe and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Um, of course, check out our other podcasting buddies. The Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast with Jeff and Scott. Uh, they drop a new show every Sunday. And, of course, Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Yes. Uh, doing the Favor with Eric and Barry, dropping sports podcasts and watch-alongs, all kinds of great stuff. Make sure to check them out. Mm-hmm. 
the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. A nice retro look at the world of professional wrestling. Check them out as well. Yep. The Ringside Rant with RJ. The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with our buddy Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Boot to the Face with Marty and Rucker. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin. And, of course, the twins over there. They're two months old now, man. Dude, they're getting, getting old. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. It seems like, like, wow, two months already? Yeah, it's moving along fast. I um, so I'm super far behind, like about a month behind on podcasts. But I saw them, uh, I saw them tweet about the show this week. They're like um, reviewing their top or doing their top five Ben and Jerry flavors. Ooh, of ice cream. What's your top? I don't, I don't know if I could do my top five because I don't know the names of them. But as far as ice cream, I don't goes, know if I've tried. I don't know if I've tried five different ones. I, well, I. I don't think, yeah, I don't think I've been super specific to Ben and Jerry's, but like I haven't had ice cream in so long, but I love me a good butter pecan ice cream. Super good. It is good. Um, And then uh, chocolate chip cookie dough is really good. Yeah. I like that one. I like cookies and cream. Yeah, it's okay. It, it, I mean, it's it, ice cream is good ice cream. You know, it's rare that you sure. find a bad ice cream, but it's, it's not my favorite. Um, uh, I like a uh, turtle ice cream. That's really good. I don't know if this is true, but I heard this somewhere that Ben and Jerry's are the same guys for Barnes and Noble. Do you know that? Really? It's like Ben Barnes and Jerry Noble or something. I don't know if that's true, but someone said that. I was like, what? Weird. Books and ice cream. That's a hell of a combo right there. It really is. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I love me some good ice cream, so I'm going to, I'm excited to listen to that one and, and hear their top five. Yeah, definitely. And I know Drew was all about those little Debbie ice creams. So yeah, seeing where those I never had any of those. They were pretty good, man. Were they? Dude, I'm telling nutty bars, life changingly good. Dude, speaking of speaking of a little Debbie, my uh, the wifey brought home like have you ever those like mini cupcakes that little Debbie makes? Mm -hmm. It comes in a package of four. And there were these like or not cupcakes, uh, mini muffins. muffins? Mini muffins. You brought those chocolate chip ones home? Like, holy God. I didn't know how good those were until I opened one up. I used to get the blueberry ones a lot. They're really good. Yeah, I might have to try those. But those chocolate chip ones are damn good. She okay. bought it. She bought them from Marissa, and then I ended up eating them all. Yeah, so she missed out. Classic bang. Sucks to be her. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. Uh, yeah, so make sure to check out Tales from the Estate. Check out Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew. Uh, check out Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Howling with the Wolf with our buddy Jason Wolf. And, of course, don't forget his epic, amazing chop shop. In fact, he released some little tidbits this week of stuff he's working on. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim over at a chair shot. Uh, Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast. And also, too, I want to throw this out there. I uh, I haven't told you this yet. I want to throw it live on the air. Oh, God. 2019, we made Breaker and Bane's Power Pro Wrestling. Yep. I think we need to start working on Power Pro Wrestling 2, Bane's Revenge. Okay. I actually made contact with the guy that made that. And so if people want in on this, here's how it works. It's a hack of pro wrestling, which mm -hmm. most people remember from the Nintendo. Me and Bane were playable characters in the first one, so I don't think we need to be playable in this one. Yeah. The idea is we need six people. If you want to be a part of it, hit me up. And we can kind of go over the process. It will cost money. That will just include the coding work and stuff like mm -hmm. the hack. It's not doesn't actually give you the game. But if you want to be a part of it, we can uh, we can make it. I, I plan to have Jason Wolf make a uh, design for it if he's up for it, which I'm, I'm sure he will be. And yeah, uh, essentially, you're given one boss character. So the idea we had with this, which we kind of put it on hold with COVID and everything, was doing 
three games and the second game making Bane the boss and the third game making me the boss. Yeah. So um, I know the first game had me and you, Charlie Shaw, uh, Travis, Eric Barker, and Soda Hunter. Yeah. So if you want to be a part of Breaker and Bane's power, or I guess we're just going to call it Power Pro Wrestling 2, Bane's Revenge, and then I think the third one will be The Return of Breaker. Yeah. Something like that. But, I mean, they're the same game, just different characters. But it's it's fun to see your actual face on a Nintendo. Like, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So uh, nothing's put into motion yet, but if you guys would like to be a part of it, if I can get enough, enough people interested, we can, uh, we can probably make that happen. Yeah, for sure. And if you want to pick up Power Pro Wrestling... Now you can shoot a message to old Pack and Sack Dave, and he'll make it for you. We need somebody to figure out how to hack a Super Nintendo game because Royal Rumble would be fantastic. Yeah, see that when I first contacted him, I that's what I thought mm. he was doing. But I think I, those are a lot harder. Well, I think this is like an easier process. That was going to be like a probably month or year long process, yeah. and I mean, like that's going to cost a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Like let's be honest. So I don't think that that's in the cards, but. That would be super cool. Hell yeah, it would be. Because like the way they do the character screens, you know, and yeah. are you kidding me? It's so amazing. But yeah, hit me up on that. And then of course, check out our other podcast. Uh, you know, it's fake, right? Every Monday with a special guest. This past week I had a uh, space cowboy, Jason Jones on uh, kind of a journeyman wrestler. A lot of fun there. Um, no holds barred. Bill Benis is currently on sabbatical, which is probably why you're in such a chipper mood. And thank, thank God. Yep. 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 The stress uh, of my everyday life has Gone down tremendously, and I'm happy about it. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and then, of course, um, the TV Toy Cast with me and Travis Fowler dropping uh, new shows every Thursday. We just did one on Marvel Legends this week. Nice. Lots of fun. Uh, all of Bane's music can be found on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your tunes, and yep. also coming soon on a new podcast. How cool is that? Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, Mr. Wonderful Son reached out to you. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's what you're talking about. I thought you were talking about. I thought you knew that I was doing one for the Marvels. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're talking about. That's um, cool that you're doing that. So yeah. Breaking news. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, yeah, so I, yeah, he just randomly found it and put it over and then he asked if he could use it on the podcast. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. I guess he's doing, it's Paul Orndor's son is yep. doing a, a podcast. I don't know what it's about, but I think that's really cool. Yeah. I, I kind of think it's, I don't know if it's like maybe just talking about paul's career or, could be or, or what it is but yeah i mean he's got a few episodes up already so i don't know if he's using it for the intro song or maybe the outro song or something like that but yeah i don't know really cool and i was happy to let him use it yeah that's awesome man i dig it and then of course uh, if you want to check out um if you have a beard or know someone that's got a beard check out outsiders beard co or even if you got a mustache like me <laughs> get you some beard balm or mustache balm yeah mustache oil i don't yeah. know whatever you want to call it you can just dip your mustache right in is that is that offensive to you as a mustache wearer if someone says beard balm no 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 i'm i literally only shave my beard because it uh it, it does not agree with my my um cpap machine so i would have a beard still if it wasn't for that i gotcha yeah so, but like you didn't shave the mustache. Is that just like that? Doesn't it's? I think it's like the downward motion because. Well, it, that's what I'm saying though. But like most people, like me, yeah, I can grow a mustache at work. Oddly enough, we were talking about Hitler mustaches earlier. Yeah, we got a approved facial hair sheet, and that's on there. So, oh my god, <laughs> I swear to God, some dipshit's gonna end up doing it one of these days. <laughs> but I mean, like that's an approved facial hair. But a mustache like you have, I can wear. Yeah. But I just can't. Yeah. It's hard for me to wear it and not like feel like people are making fun of me. It's been an adjustment. I had like two or three compliments, right? 
Was it like, like nice stash? No, no, no. It was like it was like, oh, that that actually looks good on you. Like I was, thanks. And then I got to this one stop of mine. It was like a little chiropractic place. This really cute girl around our age, and she's like, shaved your beard, and I said, yep. And uh, she said, well, enjoy your mustache, sir. And <laughs> I was like, shit, you know, really, really awkward. Sure, because really that's a awkward. weird. That's a weird phrasing of words. Yeah, yeah, and uh, she might she might have in between that said sweet stash or something like that. But I, I just remember that that whole like enjoy your mustache kind of stuck out to me. I was like, well, damn, because she was closer to our age, so like, felt like she probably thought it was weird, you know? Yeah, probably so. But I don't give a shit. We're rolling with it, man. Check out all of our t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, bbph.redbubble.com, and whatamaneuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, TV, Toycast, or any of our podcasting friends. Check out their shirt stores as well. Let's do it. Anything else, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, and we will see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> it ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols. What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.